Welcome to Dower in Orbit, the practical design leadership podcast. Karen Van Houten, Senior Director of Product Strategy and Delivery at Philosophy by InfoBeans, with a transition in fulfillment from a long career in research-centric IC for years. Let's hear what Karen has to say about design leadership. Fulfillment is such an interesting key topic. Over the course of my career, fulfillment has gone from individual contributions and being identified by and connected to the reception of my work and more to how others are growing in their work and how I can support them in achieving their goals. Karen, you've made a shift recently from individual contribution over the course of your career to leadership as far as it pertains to management and team leadership and and growth. What was that transition like for you? You ask that question as if the transition is done. (laughs) I feel like it's still going on. I had been kind of in unofficial leadership positions. Uh, Justin, you and I worked together in my last role where I think we were very involved in kind of the leadership part of the organization, even though that wasn't like an official title. But I think the thing right now that I am recognizing is I do my best when I am appropriately challenged. And I mean, like intellectually challenged. I love collaborating. I can learn from anybody at any level, but the higher you get up and particularly the more official your role in leadership becomes, it gets a little, it gets a little lonely. I think that's maybe why even like you and I and some other people have connected outside of outside of our official workspaces. Um, and I think the, the biggest transition I have is trying to balance my energy between the mentoring and the coaching that's involved in that role and kind of the input that I need to restore that energy, which is like working and collaborating more with peers. Because right now, most of my work is either with my direct reports or the teams I'm managing or with leadership that's above me. And I don't have a lot of, I have a few peers, but not a lot of peers at my same level. And I think that ties to what you were saying about fulfillment. It's like, how can I fill that cup back up? Right. Jan, you've gone from roles, you know, when you and I had previously worked together, which is almost coming up in a decade now, you know, you had been closer to team dynamics and then you've, you know, this, this, this is what happens as you, as you climb the food chain, more or less, you get further away from the folks that you would be connecting with. If you're at the manager level, you know, if we're using titles here at the manager level or the director level, now you're at a, you're at a global level of design leadership. Mm. How do you mitigate perhaps disconnection from, from collaborating at the, at the team level, if that's a point of fulfillment for you, or is, you know, that more macro level oversight, what drives fulfillment for you right now? It's a combination, but I would say that more and more of the fulfillment now comes from the actual role and the sort of the ups and downs, downs, highs and lows, and the, the people that are now the closest to me. I've always had this idea that it doesn't really matter where in the organization you are, as long as you're accepted for sort of who you are as a professional, ideally as an individual as well, but as a professional, you can keep exploring the same topics that you did when you started out as a designer, as you started moving through the through the ranks, as you put it, and not losing that, not losing the the core idea or one's core beliefs, and then allowing them to still be there. One of my pet peeves, as you know, is when people 
suddenly decide that they're sort of they're going to play play manager. It's like no, but I am in a senior role now, hence I have to uh, feel, think, and express myself in a very particular way that has nothing to do with how I actually feel about things. But it kind of comes with the job. Well, yes, in some some instances, of course, but otherwise, it's about still being the individual you are and not necessarily the role on your uh, that's printed on your business mm-hmm. card. I love that. And one thing that that um, threw me for a bit in in the before times, you know, I, I had a a VP of design role at a large organization. And I remember my first day, this is in office now, of course, it was lunchtime and I went to the cafeteria or the cafe and I I sat with my team to have lunch. Everyone kind of, you know, at the table was turning their heads or thrown a little bit because they were not expecting, you know, someone at that, someone at that level of seniority sitting at the table and having lunch with the team. And to me, it seemed like, why not? Like, why, why is that even the thing, you know, that would draw skepticism or, or throw people? And I noticed no one else, every other VP or someone senior up from that, as far as it pertains to hierarchy, was eating in their office with their door closed or, you know, and everyone can do whatever the heck they want for lunch, obviously. But uh, just that that dynamic, that social dynamic at that level was something for give people pause really threw me. Justin, do you think this is something I'm really top of mind right now? It's it feels like there are multiple there are actually multiple jobs and multiple levels of relationship that we have to deal with. There's the teams that we're responsible. We're responsible for like setting them up for success. And then there's the organization and the organization itself has goals. And it almost feels to me like you have to pick a side of who are, who are you going to align with? Because it feels like that's one of the most challenging things is how do you keep a foot on both of those sides? And to Jan's point, like be authentic to your core beliefs. It feels like in, if, you're, if you're trying to balance that in some way, you have to compromise a bit on that authenticity. I think it's a brilliant point. Design is connection made manifest and connection to me is, is what it's all about. So sitting with my team, bonding with my team, connecting with my team very likely came at the expense of, you know, the water cooler caliber talk um, with the rest of the folks who reported to the C-suite <clears throat> in tech at that point. So I agree. Uh, I think it's, just, you know, the social dynamics uh, that are formative in school and how cliques form and, you know, on up the, on up the uh, levels of hierarchy as, as you get through middle school and high school. I think that those dynamics never kind of go away. I think the names for them shift and, and the, the environment in which they happen shift, but I think those dynamics always come in play. We used to call them cliques and when we get into organizations, we call them silos. Silos are pretty yes. much always bad. Yeah. I, I think I sort of kind of disagree in part with both of you. I believe that one doesn't have to choose sides. I think a huge ask from us as design leaders is to be able to not choose sides. It's to be able to communicate and be part of different cliques, silos, groups, interests, groups without losing who we are. It is, it's definitely a different expectation when you're sitting down with your investors or your board, talk about what you do versus doing onboarding with a brand new team member who might be coming straight out of school to join you. But isn't that part of the magic? Isn't isn't that really what sets a good leader apart that you can transition between all of those different roles? I oh that, <laughs> that's such a that's such a good question. You know, just talking about silos and clicks, 
I, I even have this visualization in my head. Like, I think one thing I've been really successful at is navigating like those vertical silos in an organization, whether it's in a really large enterprise software company that has different products. So the products are the silos or whether it's like design, engineering, product. I think maybe on what I hear you saying, like all I really need to do is repurpose those skills to going to the horizontal or hierarchical silos. And I think just in the first question was the transition. I think that's the thing I'm struggling with because anybody who knows me knows I'm pretty staunchly anti-establishment. How do I find the magic? I think I like that word. How do I how do I look at it as finding the magic versus looking at at it as kind of like selling out for lack of a better word? Those are great points. And to me, the you know, I keep using this word and, you know, we all have our, our words, but the magic to me is directly uh, aligned to fulfillment. The definition yeah. of doing a really good job, feeling that fulfillment that I am evolving, I am growing. How do you get that feedback on a day-to-day basis? I think the other thing that happens as you move up in your career, really, regardless of whether you're in an official leadership position or a high-level individual contributor, is the ability to get that type of feedback, the group that can give it to you is smaller. And I think historically, the past few years of my career, I've relied almost solely on getting it from team members I've been leading. We just had a new leader start at our organization and she happens to be my boss. And her ability to give really candid feedback in a way that is incredibly kind and actionable is something I've rarely experienced in the latter part of my career and Mm. is incredibly welcome and helpful. I think a lot about what I need and how, you know, the rarity of getting that type of feedback and it inspires me to be a better leader. So like to Justin's point at the start of this about, you know, fulfillment being the people that you work with. For me, it's always been less about the product I'm building, the industry I'm in. Can I quote something that you've said? Yes. Space for play and experimentation are the most consistent drivers for sustainable success. But honestly, Karen, play this is a proper company. We do proper grown-up things here. Why do we need play? To me, play is another way to think about creating an environment where people aren't afraid to fail. It's about psychological safety. And when people feel like they can push the boundaries with minimal risk, they're willing to take bigger creative leaps. They're willing to work right at the edge of their comfort zone. I love the concept of play versus just like um, be comfortable with failure, doing things that may sometimes seem ridiculous or silly can get you to some very serious positive outcomes. So true. So, so true. Can't really argue against play unless you take that sort of silly thing about, you know, proper business. We don't do play, blah, blah, blah. 
I think it could take various forms or have various monikers attached to it, but how an, an, envir- an environment or an organization embraces it or is chilled by it, I think is a very clear indicator of what kind of level of uh, connection you ultimately have. And can you thrive there? To me, the word play is particularly powerful because play implies a lack of judgment. And to me, play is almost like the divergent stage. When you move to experiment, that's where you have something you're evaluating. Karen, I want to shift gears for a second. How has your experience as a researcher and how you've leveraged it to teams and organization success um, aligned to what you're doing now uh, as, a, as a team and people leader? The most important part of research is less about the insights gained and more about establishing the mindset of a researcher in an organization. And the way I framed it in a conversation with my team yesterday is there's a different mindset that comes when you try to convince versus when you try to understand. And a good researcher is always coming from that mindset of trying to understand, thinking of how we deal with other team members, how we deal with other teams, deal with people in other departments, dealing with clients. So many problems start when we come into it with a mindset of convincing before we've done the understanding. And I even have a couple of my team members working on kind of developing some kind of standard templates and identifying the right tools for um, research in our organization. And I told them, the most powerful impact of your work is not going to be on these things. It's going to be on establishing that researcher's mindset, getting people to move to that understanding mindset. Um, And only once you have that understanding, that shared understanding, can you start to move to trying to convince. I think we've all at some point come across someone who tells us, yeah, yeah, that's all well and good in a perfect world, but we don't really have the time slash resources slash whatever to actually find out. We, we just have to do something. We need to move forward. We have to make a decision. We, we can't listen and understand. What do you do then? Especially if you're new in a role, in a new design leadership role. Yeah. And as someone who is both a leader and also works in consulting, that happens with clients too. Every, everybody, every organization, every leader is incentivized by something. Um, some of them are incentivized by risk. Some of them are incentivized by community. Some of them are incentivized by status. The best thing I can do is to try to figure out what is, what is motivating this person? And how can I frame my argument to align with their motivation? Where is that little crack where I can kind of ease in? And then as kind of I solidify my position, I'll crack it. I'll crack it open. I think a lot of times we fail in those conversations because we're using our own motivation as the leverage and not trying to read the client. Again, understand before you try and convince. The other thing I experience a lot um, doing strategic work is really what my job is, is to facilitate whatever team I'm working with 
to make decisions. And there is, there is, and it's never like a really clear line, but there is a point at which more information is not going to be particularly helpful and can be actively harmful um, with certain types of teams. Um, You know, agonizing over decisions is a very real problem. Um, And I think this is so, you know, why Erica Hall called her book Just Enough Research. It's also like just enough information to make a decision. And I think, too, that's that's the role of a leader is to be able to read the room and identify when you've reached that point and to not push beyond it. And it's you never hit it exactly right. Um, but that's that's something that my mindset has really shifted on the past few years as I find myself working with leaders in other organizations to make decisions that each each organization has a different level of tolerance, again, for risk, um, but also for, you know, making decisions in a timely way and identifying the right amount of information to feed them and the right approach to guide them to making those decisions. And that sweet spot is different, unfortunately, in every situation. So that's not like a framework or a template or a two by two I can give you for that. That's just being able to read people. I come back to what I consider a simple point, which is not so simple. And that's uh, pausing with intent and slowing down with reason. And I think clients, like you said, are so often focused on, uh, we have this beautiful uh, body of work we'd like to complete, but there's a marketing initiative, you know, coming up in, in January. We have to get all, you know, uh, A through Z done in that time frame. And of course you have to be respectful of what they're driving towards and, and, and the work to be done, but respectful of the decisions that they are up against, certainly. But um, this is where we have to set expectations, right? It's about what what is achievable during that time frame to do right by them and do right by our teams to set everyone up else for success. And those are often challenging conversations, as we all know. But as leaders, this is incumbent upon us to, to, to mitigate and help, help foster those conversations. Uh-huh.